Welcome to CRH Talk, where we feature rural health professionals and dive deep into prevention, treatment, and building lasting health. Welcome everybody to CRH Talk. I have a good friend and colleague here. She's the director of our IT here at Cody Regional Health and Information Services. Is it IT or IS? We are Information Services, so we do go by IS. Okay, some of you might know it more as IT, but Jennifer Jones, um, how long have you been here, Jen? I have been at Cody Regional Health a very long time, since 1994. I started as a registered nurse. Yes, so Jen has had a lot going on in her department, and I had to pull her out really quick so she could share because we have something coming up this week that you all need to know about. So Jen, can you just explain what you have going on and maybe a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Jennifer Jones. I'm the Information Services Director at Cody Regional Health. I have been in this position for the last four years and currently what we are working on right now is a complete and total electronic health record transformation. We've been with Meditech for, oh gosh, a really long time, over 20 years. And so we are now moving to a product called Epic. And it's been a very long project, but it is something that we're very, very excited that's about ready to launch on October 1. Yeah, you've been working on this transition from, so these are electronic health records we're talking about. There's a product called Meditech, Mm -hmm. and now we're moving over to a product called Epic, like Jen said, but how long have we been working on this? been a long time. We have been working on it a long time. Um, It started out actually trying to determine what type of product we would like to bring to our community and as we went through that process then we looked at pros and cons, made a decision based on what a variety of group of people had thought. We were, we did a interdisciplinary type steering committee is the best way to put it that included our board members, our senior leadership, our IT department, some physicians, and made the choice then to move to Epic as the product. Once that decision happened, we started formally May of 2021 with some consulting processes and have been moving on steadily ever since then. Yeah, and Epic is, I believe I looked up this statistic, but it's used I think in like 54% of most healthcare systems around the the nation, correct? That's correct. And there's actually a a larger footprint of that. It is outside of the United States in a variety of foreign countries. So Mm -hmm. it really is extensive throughout the, the healthcare communities. So Jennifer's been working really hard with our internal teams around our health system. But you as patients, um, I know providers might be listening to this as well, but you've been in the loop um, on this. Maybe we'll do a separate podcast on kind of what happened on the back end. But for patients listening right now, we just want to inform you on how this is going to affect you. Um, So Jennifer, if I'm a patient and we go live on Saturday, October 1st, I mean, am I going to get a ton of emails, am I gonna get phone calls, texts, what's gonna happen to me as a patient? Will I see anything or what will be different? Okay, those are are really great questions. The first thing that I would anticipate that you would see is when you come into our organization, 
you're not going to have any changes per se about where you go to get services done. The first thing that we would like to clarify, um, registration will be in the same places. What you will see is the process of our registration perhaps taking longer than what you are normally expected to. And the reason for this is because we have converted information from Matatech to Epic, but we also have to do due diligence to ensure that that information is correct. So you can expect that we would be checking your address, for example, and your contact, for example. Um, we will definitely 100% be asking you for your identification and for your insurance cards because we're looking at this as an opportunity to ensure that all information is correct from the very beginning. So those processes will probably take longer as our colleagues are getting used to that. You'll also see us taking a little bit longer for documentation processes. We really want to make sure that we have the correct information for you. So in order to do that and in order to learn where we document certain pieces of information, that will take us a little bit to get used to as well. So as you're coming in, make sure you give yourself what, maybe 10 to 15 minutes extra? I think, yeah, I think that that's reasonable. Um, mm -hmm. One of the other things that we're doing to try to keep the, the time frame for registration and those types of processes down are providing our colleagues support. Um, that will be coming from other ad elbow support agencies. So what you may expect to see are people in your room helping guide us through those different processes or people that are in the registration area. Those are specific just so that they're able to know where to go, what type of information to put in, and we're hoping that that alleviates some of the, the initial slowness that we expect to see. So just remember as a patient, you're going to be coming in, you're going to register first. Mm -hmm. Make sure you bring some different forms of identification, mainly your driver's license. Mm -hmm. um, can you bring in like a passport? I think that any type of picture ID is appropriate. Okay. Most often we see people with driver's licenses. That's the, the easiest way to do that um, and or passports. But I would, I would suggest driver's license if you have it. <laughs> yeah, I was just curious if passports even work. Um, let's see. So what else? If, if I'm a patient then after registration and I'm going in to see my primary care doctor then, mm -hmm. um, what can I expect with the electronic health record? How am I going to interact with it? Um, what am I going to be able to do? So as a patient, we have a product that is called MyChart. Anybody who may have been participating in an environment that uses Epic in the past may have that already that you'll be able to utilize, but using my chart is something that will allow you instantaneous results as soon as they are coming across our system. Those would be things like laboratory results, radiology results, different types of patient um, documentation from our doctors. It also allows you to have secure messaging with your primary care provider if they are within the Cody Regional Health System Network. And it also allows you the ability to pay a bill online. And we're really excited about that. We like the, the vision of what my chart looks like. And um, we think that it will be something that's easy for people to sign up with and easy to maintain. Awesome. Yeah, so those are just some nice bonuses for patients. Um, and again, there will be a process on 
getting signed up with our MyChart product is what mm -hmm. I'm understanding. And yes. some of our clinics, I heard a rumor, are starting to slowly consider scheduling as well through MyChart, correct? That is correct. We do have a small handful of clinics that are trialing that process. And as we move forward using Epic, we'll see how that works for them and how our community likes that. And before we make any decisions, we always want to ensure that we have the opportunity to work with the impacted physician clinics and get a good concept of what our community members like. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so I mean, this is something that has been taking a long time to make sure it's in place, it's done correctly. Um, Jennifer and her team have been working so hard um, in all of our meetings that I'm in. I'm always hearing updates on our new electronic health record. Um, but anything else, Jen, that we want to talk about that maybe patients might be impacted a little bit? I mean, how you talked about we'll be able to pay our bill, but I know with healthcare and with Cody Regional Health, this is something that people always want to make sure is correct is when you have good care, we have great providers here, but then you get this bill in the mail and sometimes it hits insurance or it doesn't and there's that communication piece. So will there be a little bit of lag with the new system? Because I, I would like to know as a patient, you know, what am I going to see when my bill comes to my home? Thank you for bringing that question up. I think that that's a broad question that a lot of people have. There's a couple things. When we first go live with our system, we will be really looking strongly at the revenue integrity of this. And by that, I mean, we wanna make sure that whatever charges are coming through to patients are appropriately managed through documentation and through the way that it continues on through our billing process. We anticipate um, holding those types of charges for the first little while so that we can review each and every one of them from our physician clinics to emergency department visits to inpatient hospital visits, we want to make sure that those are accurate and appropriate. This may lead to a smaller delay on the timing in which a bill gets sent out, but the one thing that with Epic that we're looking forward to is the process in which it goes to billing and insurance companies is pretty automated actually, and we're really wanting to make sure that that automation is appropriate and working as intended. The other thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about is, again, just the importance of making sure that you bring in your identification and your insurance information. That really is going to be the first line that we have to ensure that those entire billing processes work appropriately. The second thing that you can see from um, a patient perspective is a different type of billing statement. We know that it's hard sometimes to find the information specific to a particular visit that you may have. So we're excited to have a new revenue cycle billing statement vendor, which will make those things a lot more clear. The, the workup of the types of statements we're seeing are really exciting and we're, that's one of the things that we're most excited about to be able to provide to our community members. Yeah, they'll be in a little bit more detail maybe on mm -hmm. everything you're receiving. Yes, definitely. Um, for services. Okay. Yeah, so we just ask, I ask too, because on social media sometimes we have a few people who are having a difficult time and they have questions. Just know 
you can always email us at billing at codyregionalhealth.org or you can call us at 578-307-578-2519, I believe is our billing office. So I just want people to know, and I'll put that in the show notes below, but please, please feel free to come in, speak with our customer service team as we go through this process. Um, email us or call us, whatever works for you. Um, our team is amazing. We will get through it with you. Um, but Jen, thank you. I know you're running off to meetings right after this to keep getting ready for our go live on Saturday. Um, don't forget we have our kilts for cancer too on Saturday, which is go live. So we thought we'd just pile it all on at the same time. Um, good. But everyone, thank you so much again for your patience as we go through this process. It's going to make our entire system better. Um, I truly believe that. And if you have any questions, again, please reach out, put a comment down below, subscribe if you haven't already, or please share this podcast with others who you think might benefit from the news that we have from Jennifer today. And thank you again, Jen, for coming on CRH Talk. You bet. Thank you so much. We're really excited for this. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you for listening to CRH Talk. Please subscribe, rate, or share this podcast. Check us out at codyregionalhealth.org and see what services we offer locally in Northwest Wyoming.